Welcome to Two Guys Talking Youth Ministry Podcast, a podcast all about youth ministry culture, leadership, and strategy, led by two local youth pastors, along with other youth leaders from around the country. Now here's your hosts, Matt Willingham and John Kilowatt. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It is Two Guys Talking Youth Ministry. We are here. It has been a minute, but we are here. I'm here with my man, John Esquire Kilovas. The dumbest name ever. Esquire. John Kilovas Esquire. Is it Esquire first or last? That's my middle name. I know. <laughs> why would you name why would anyone name you your middle name Esquire? That's <laughs> John uh, Esquire Kilovas the third. The third. Senior. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, we've got off to a rough start. This is bad. We are here. Two guys talking. Uh, youth ministry, or two guys talking ministry, whatever whatever we want to call it today. Yeah, well, it is 2019. It's a new year. New me. D- don't say it. <laughs> don't say it. Why'd you say it? Don't say it. Do I, not say it. Hey, we're, we're going to be digging in today on consistency. Yeah. How fitting. We're pretty good at it. How fitting we haven't been here in a while, and we are talking about consistency today. But before we dig in, hey, want to remind you, uh, the best way to get in touch with us is John at Essential Coaching. Dot US. Dot US. I just wanted to make sure he's paying attention. Was or it Matt, that or did you forget it? No, I didn't forget it. Or All Matt right. at EssentialCoaching.us. You there can you email go. us that way. Also, hit us up on the gram. Mm-hmm. Hit us up on the book. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're really crazy, you can hit us up on the chat. We don't have Snapchat. I, I do. Not you don't have Snapchat? Trust me, they don't want to see your Snapchat. No, nah, man, come on, it's pretty funny. Food pics. Food, no, it's not That's food That's all pics. it is. No, it's not food <laughs> It's not food pics. Nature pictures, sure. I'm nature. pretty sure. Normally nature it's me food. walking somewhere on some uh, beautiful trail with flowers. Yeah, tulips. aimlessly Look, at God's creation. <laughs> looking aimlessly at God's creation. Man, they are wondering what we're rambling about. Today, we are talking about, PJ, we're talking about consistency in ministry, consistency in in life. It's 2019. It is that time of the year where you're kicking off a new year. You're thinking about some new things strategy-wise, right. life-wise, ministry-wise, uh, personal life, all of that stuff, right? And I think one of the biggest things that you can tackle in 2019, we've all done it, right? It goes without saying. You get to the new year. You get New Year's resolutions. You say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And a couple weeks into it, here it is, January 10th. You probably already quit. That's right. You probably already missed some stuff, right? You've already dropped the ball on some things already. Mm-hmm. Uh, or they're like you, and you've you've uh, you've carried through every promise you've made so far. Every, so far, 2019, <laughs> every promise I've ever made, I've I've, I've followed through with. That's it. just usually yeah. how you do it. But it's incredible. One way to stick in uh, and to stick with those things is what we're going to talk about today: consistency. Mm-hmm. Consistency. We're going to talk about it a little bit in the ministry context, but it can be. Uh, it can be carried over into the um, per- in your personal life as well. But I guess let me ask you this question just to get the conversation going, John, because mm-hmm. now that we rambled for a couple minutes and probably people already turned our podcast off. They haven't. They I haven't? Faith, you think they no. stuck with us? No, the ones that turned off, they, they, they don't, don't need to hear it anyway. They don't love us anyway. They're not consistent. They no, should have listened. They should have. We, um, why, why do you think, number one, consistency is so tough? My, my mic just went out. There we go. I got it. Why do you think consistency is so is so tough? Um, I would say that because a lot of times, uh, we need to remain consistent and that takes, that takes something that we don't like. It's called sacrifice. Mm. I think, you know, I don't even like that you said the no, word sacrifice, uh, sacrifice is something that quite honestly, a lot of us are not fond of, right? We choose things that we want to be consistent in, in our lives. 
Um, like for instance, you just made the you just made the analogy. Uh, we have a lot of people that make New Year's resolutions, right? right? A lot of people do it. Did the you most, make any this year? I didn't. No, honestly, I'll be honest, honest God, I, 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 right now it feels like it, maybe it's like October, December. I it doesn't feel like a new year to me right now. I don't now. think I didn't. No, I don't. I don't think I did make any New Year's resolutions. No. To be honest with you, no. But you know, I have before. And the most common New Year's resolutions would be things along the lines of I need to go to the gym right. more. I need to eat better. Right. Right. And spend time with loved ones. Call my family, my extended family more regularly. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, what I've noticed is the things that we make commit like New Year's resolutions or resolutions or goals right. towards are things that we're discouraged about. Right. Okay. You make a New Year's resolution to go to the gym. It's because you feel like you lack in strength. Uh, you feel weak. You want to lose weight. It's because you're discouraged with your current weight, right? We, right. we do that. Okay. And uh, the reason that we have to make those uh, declarations and those goals in our lives is because these are things that aren't naturally easy to us. Eating right, for some people, it's, it's natural. Right. For some people, working out, it's something they love to do. Mm-hmm. For some people, it's natural and easy for them to call their mom or call their grandma every single day. It's just naturally good for them. But for others, it's not. So we set goals towards doing these things but they're things that we're not good at yeah so we need to be intentional about being consistent okay um and we got it we got to make sure that we're consistent in these things it's hard because that means a lot of times we have to sacrifice for that okay meaning we have to give something up that we enjoy doing or a process that we enjoy something that's taking up our time our effort our energy our mind our thought processes and we have to now make this important so what you you said something just just now that was really good that you have to be intentional with your consistency. So do yeah. you think do you think consistency comes comes easy for some and and not for others? Or I guess I'll ask about your yourself. Do you think consistency comes natural for you, or do you have to be intentional about like I am going to be consistent on this particular I, thing? I have to be, if I'm not intentional for me personally, right. It doesn't happen. Okay. If I have a goal, I need to journal my way through it. I need to keep track of it. I need to make sure that people are checking in on me with it. How'd you do? Mm-hmm. Are you doing this? If, if for instance, I've made a de- like I made a declaration, I need to strengthen my relationship with my dad. I shared that with my wife, and now, like every week, I'm, I told her I was like, this is a couple years ago. I'm gonna talk to my dad every week. Yeah. Right. And she's like, hey, have you called your dad this week? It's yeah. Thursday. Make sure you give him a call. Yeah. She helps make sure that I'm that because if I'm not intentional, if I don't set things up in my life, I, I'm i just going to let it slide. Not because I hate him, not because I don't want to talk to right. him, but because it's not easy for yeah. me. Right? I like that. That's good. So being intentional, right? The first, you know, I guess that's something good to kind of to kind of kick off. I don't know why my, my mic keeps cutting out, man. I told you did when you, we started. Listen, you did. You I told you when we started, microphone. Matt, it's not the cable. It's the microphone. Don't thought, ruin this for me. Listen. It's our first podcast. I said it to You're you. You're right. You did You did say that. It's the first one of 2019, and here I am. Hope, hopefully this isn't an omen. Hopefully I'm not starting this off bad. Oh, it is. You think it is? I think it is an omen. Should I, like, insert eerie music right well, here? Well, you've been jump roping with your, your microphone and Are you cable not supposed to do that? No. Oh, okay. I know that you're trying. You set Listen. that goal. I need to jump rope like a thousand times. <laughs> I it was. A All right, let me get this back. I, I derailed us. I apologize. So, so you're saying when it comes to, uh, when it comes to being consistent, you have to be intentional about it. What does that right. look like? Setting up the guardrails around you, whether yeah. it's other people, whether it's journaling, yeah. journaling. There we go. That's yeah. it, right? Journaling. Yeah. Uh, your steps, your processes, whether you know those accountable, accountable 
what accountability people yeah. in your life. Um, so maybe let's dive in now, yeah. dive into it, John, about this uh, consistency thing. And, yeah. and we'll probably kind of land it maybe on, on a ministry yeah. context. But let's just talk about consistency in general. What, yeah. what would be your, your your first thing you say about how do we how do we be consistent now? New Year. We're yeah. launching some things. We've set some goals. We're, we're we've kind of revalued or re or evalue yeah. weighted uh, at the end of the year into the new year. Our life, our ministry, some some family goals. What's some yeah. things about consistency you think we need to understand? Listen, I think what it is is again. I'm, I'm I alluded to it. We need to find out what is it that's getting in the way. All right. Of us reaching that goal. Okay. Um, and that's in your personal life. That could be in ministry. What is it that is keeping us? from establishing a small group culture. Okay. What is it that is keeping us from developing a leadership team? Okay. What is it that's keeping us from getting on our campuses during the day mm-hmm. on, on a weekly basis? And again, it goes into personally. What is it uh, that's keeping us from building a healthy communication in my marriage? What is it that's keeping us from consistently being at my kids' sporting events? Like it's these things. Is you got to figure out what is it that's keeping you. And what I've found in my life is it's usually not bad stuff that's keeping me from things okay right like like for instance like if i was going to say what's keeping me from uh getting on the school campuses it's not like well you know what it's probably because i need to stop uh going to the bars after after work every single day because i'm not you know it's not like i've got like i'm not a drinker it's not you know it's not like you're gonna be able to say like all these things like well hey it's because you're hanging out with these crazy people that are consuming all your time it's right because you're you're going and playing basketball 12 hours it's not that kind of thing it's for a lot of us that we're listening to this podcast there's good stuff that's filling like it's 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 stuff that's not bad. It's stuff that may might be beneficial, but we're just not being we're not being wise with our time and our efforts. And and sometimes we need to sacrifice good stuff for better stuff in our life. That's good. And if it's something that we're setting a goal on, then we've decided in our hearts this is important. So So looking at it and saying, Okay, being being intentional, going back to that word intentional, being intentional of looking at the obstacles, Mm -hmm. like you said, that aren't necessarily, and I love what you pointed out there, John, is a lot of times we think these obstacles that are keeping us from getting to the next level in our marriage or getting to the next level in ministry or getting to the next level in our own personal life, a lot of times Mm -hmm. we think there are these negative, right, and some of us might have some negative things or might have some, uh, some thought processes that we need to get rid of. But but I like what you're saying is that like when it comes to these these uh, obstacles and when it comes to the things you got to sacrifice, like sometimes it is good stuff. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you got to learn. I think you said it before we was was getting ready to record. You you was talking about uh you know just learning how to say yes to the right things and no, you know learning yeah. how to say yes and no to yeah. in, in the right situations. Right. What? Well, why do you think sometimes people get in trouble in that? I guess let's talk about that for a minute. You said that earlier before we hopped on about like saying yes and saying no, like maybe flesh that out with me, unpack that a little bit. Right. Like, why do you think sometimes people get in trouble with that or, or don't take the time to think about, okay, what am I saying yes to? What am I saying no to? Right. I think that, I think naturally, and I, I, I would say that for those, uh, for those of us that were in ministry, whether it be full-time, part-time volunteer ministry, one of the reasons we're in ministry is because we're, we've got a heart for people. Okay. Right. Right. I don't have a heart 
personally, I don't have a, a heart to like run a soundboard. Yeah. I, and a lot of us, you know, we might be skilled. In, I don't have a heart to pass a bucket. Right. right? I don't have a heart to shake hands as mm -hmm. people are walking in, but I have a heart for people. Right. Now that comes through in a whole lot of different ways mm -hmm. through running sound, through running a camera during service, through passing a bucket, maybe through praying for offering, you yeah. know, but we all have a heart for people. And when you have a heart for people, I don't think it's easy to say no, because what happens is we, we know that we're a part of an overall benefit. We're, we're a part of an overall vision. Mm -hmm. But what it is is when we're not intentional about what we say yes to and what we can say no to and how to say no effectively, it's very hard to be consistent in the things that we find important. That's good. So, so you could often find yourselves saying yes to everything. It to everything, like. yeah. And then a byproduct, a byproduct of that is because you haven't been intentional in your yes and mm -hmm. no's, that you're saying yes to everything and you're saying no to some of the stuff you should be saying yes to. Right. Exactly. That's good. Yeah. Or I, and sometimes uh, we don't say no. I don't know if you've noticed, but we don't necessarily say no to the things that we should say yes to. But what happens is, is our words don't say no, but our actions say no. Mm, that's good. Our body language says yeah. no. We're not showing the joy. We're not showing the effort. And we're not giving, we're just not giving the energy towards the things that we're actually passionate about because we've said yes to everything. So we've said yes, but our actions and again, our consistently have said no. I like that. So I like that, that you pointed that out because you have. All of us have only we we know right. We can say like, oh yeah, everybody. You've only got so much time, and we get mm -hmm. that. And I think a lot of times we look at calendar time wise, right? And we think uh, we think of the yeses and the nos in that capacity. But you got to also understand, and I, I know this is definitely true in my own life. And you know, we've seen ourselves. I know you've seen yourself do this too. That not only am I limited time wise, but I'm also limited with my mental capacity. Right. You know, I'm also limited with my emotional. Uh, mm -hmm. capacity with my you know even my spiritual capacity that yeah. that maybe it's not my calendar that's the issue but a lot of times you and I can look at people and we can see people who have said yes to a lot of things because mentally yeah. they're like oh they ain't here mentally yeah, right you know they have nothing left to give yeah or or emotionally they have nothing left to give and they find themselves in trouble in that mm -hmm. capacity right. as well exactly and it's like you you see um, for a lot of us let's say everybody that's listening or plug in your ministry here. So if it's youth ministry, yeah. you've got youth you've got youth leaders. Right. And a lot of our youth leaders probably fall into this trap where they're really good at being small group leaders, they're really good at being youth leaders, they're really good at doing student ministry and because they're good at that, they get asked to do a lot of other things. Okay. Right? Right. And again, they've got a heart for people uh -huh. and all of a sudden they can start doing things like run media on a Sunday. They can do things like um be a part of the welcome team. They can be a part of the nursery team. They can be a part of a preschool curriculum. And what happens is instead of being really good at one thing, now they have found themselves stretched out up around everything. And all of a sudden they're not at every small group hangout that they were yeah, once at. They're not a part of uh, making sure they're at every retreat mm -hmm. that all of a sudden they, they used to be at everything. Now they've missed one of the most important events and, and it's probably for a good reason, but it's really because they've stretched themselves so thin that all of a sudden their heart is now just not where it was at one point. So. That's good. I like that. So consistency. So it requires, it requires sacrifice. It requires the ability to say yes and no to the right things. I like that. What's what, what would you add next about consistency? Uh, go ahead. I think I would say that um, you can, there's in no way that you can model or expect commitment 
without showing consistency. I think commitment is impossible without consistency. Um, And I guess like you think about anything that you've committed yourself to, um, you are consistent in your actions that move towards that. Your marriage, Mm -hmm. you you want to, you know, uh, a friendship, if you're in a committed friendship, a committed relationship, a committed marriage, you're consistent in the things that make that that make that health uh, healthy and make it happy, um, so to speak. So I, I don't know if you have thought much about that, Matt, as far as things that you know require um, that that you expect commitment out of, things that you've been committed to, and what that consistency looks like. Well, I think I think one thing, Mama. You know, both of us we enjoy sports and. and that's one thing we talk a lot about, and that's one thing we kind of do in our time, spare time we get along with, is sporting events. And I think of, like, some of the great athletes, some of the great coaches of all time. Man, my computer keeps dinging, bro, for the uh, – somebody's texting me right now, and I'm sorry. Um, you know, I think of some of the athletes. I think of some of the <clears throat> greatest of all time. What made them so great was their – you know, you think of Michael Jordan. You think of the Kobe's. You think of the Shaq's. Even LeBron James, he's not the GOAT, right? No, he's not even close. No, he's not. But but he's a great athlete. You think of, you know, the Greek freaks, some of these guys, Steph Curry, all of these guys. One of the things that made them so great was their consistency. But what made their consistency so great was their commitment to the task, right? You know, you see these these guys, they were in the gym putting the hours when they didn't feel like it. They were shooting the extra shots <clears throat> when everybody was going home. They were – they were um, – watching a few more minutes of game film when everybody else was done watching. And I think the same thing goes into, like what you were saying, John, same thing goes back into our personal life and our ministry life, is there has to be a level of commitment in order to see that consistency through. Like it's not, like anybody can write, let's take it to the ministry context, anybody can write like one killer message right? every three months and preach a killer message, right? Mm -hmm. But what makes like a great communicator is to be able to do it week after week to put in the time, to put in, you know, to sit down and think about it and say, okay, what's some what's some elements I could put in to make this message come alive to my students? Um, anybody can sit down and have, like, a great leadership meeting with their team yeah. once every six months. But, again, the consistency uh, of it, the commitment to come back and say, okay, my leadership meeting is every month or my leadership meeting is every other week, yeah. however, you know, whatever it looks like. Anybody can have, like, a great year of marriage, right? Yeah. But then, again, what does it look like? you know, to have a great 10 years of marriage, a great yeah. 15, to have that commitment. And with the understanding, again, like a, a lot of times in the, it's so easy to stay committed like when you're on those mountaintop experiences. Yeah. But it's to have the same commitment on those mountaintop experiences as you do like in those dark valleys when right. you don't see the wind. You don't see all the guests coming to your students, right? Yeah. And, and like I'll give an example. You know, you and I had this conversation. Uh, you know, we've we've hit a season where it seems like we're not getting a lot of guests like in our youth ministry right now. You know, there was a time where it was – it was an anomaly to, you know, not have, you know, a lot of guests on a win, on a on our youth night. Yeah. And it seems like right now, like we're just, you know, getting handfuls or and even unfortunately, sometimes we've had like no guests. But we look back and we say, like, OK, are we being consistent and com- are we being committed with those two guests that we had? Right. Just as what we were when we was having like 12, 15 guests, because mm-hmm. I think I think the validity of that is, is there is some spiritual implication in that that. And I, and I know we've talked about this on the podcast, and I know I'm kind of going, like, on a soapbox moment, so I won't get, like, too preachy. But a lot of times, like, we pray for, like, a lot of students. We pray for a lot of guests. We pray for a lot of leaders. And then, like, but when you look at our life, when you look at the fruit, God, you know, God looks at us like, well, man, you weren't committed when I gave you two guests. Yeah. 
and you weren't consistent when I gave you two guests to walk them through a follow-up mm-hmm. process. You weren't consistent and committed when I gave you two leaders to lead, and you're praying for 15. Mm-hmm. Like, how, how does that translate? I think that's where we find ourselves in trouble, and that's sometimes what puts us, almost puts a lid on us quickly is the lack of commitment that we have and the consistency thing. When we're on the mountaintop and when we're kind of in those valley areas of our life, you know, too, like it's easy to have a date night with your wife when everybody's getting along and you have annual disagreements, you know, everything is good, but, but can you still have a date night when all life is, all life is, right. is going crazy and it seems like all hell's breaking loose and, you know, right. around your family and like all of, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is there some power to that? And I think there's some, there's some, there's some wins that you could set yourself self up with when you learn how to be commitment and that consistency process, no matter what's happening right. around you. I think, I think that's incredible to, to sit back and evaluate. Um, because we know the moments that we don't feel like uh, being consistent. And I think that you nailed it. Like, what does that look like in ministry? Like, that looks like you have a bad, like, let's say you go to schools on a regular basis. Let's say you go to sporting events. Let's say that you go to parties. Like, when your students have parties, you'll go to a birthday party. And then you have a bad service. Yeah. Let's say it's a Wednesday. Let's say it's a Sunday. And, like, you just like the numbers were the kind of numbers that make you go home and type up your resignation. We've like all had that. those We've nights, had bro. Those nights. We've all had them. And then you're thinking to yourself, uh, you get invited by students to go to the basketball game that yeah. Friday night or whatever. Uh-huh. And you're thinking in the back of your head, now, why in the world would I come out to yeah. see you play basketball? Or why would I come to your play when you haven't been to youth in six weeks? Yeah. Yeah. Or why would, you know, all, all of a sudden you want, you expect XYZ out of me. And, and, and it's just like, it's so easy to just, rationalize rationalize not doing that in our mind but they see how committed we are and we can model what it means to be truly consistent mm-hmm. in the in the low times and yeah. the because because here's a here's a news flash for everybody all the leaders that are listening right now when we feel and we can notice low numbers on a service night Every student that there <laughs> can also yeah, see yeah. that there's, and they can also feel, um, they can feel our energy. Uh-huh. And if we act disappointed that it's a small service night, they can take that as they're disappointed that I'm here or I'm not good enough. That's so good. And, John. and so if we're not consistent with our energy, if we're not consistent with our effort and our output, and then consistent with how we respond after that night, they're going to feel like, well, I wasn't worth their time that night. Yeah. All they could think about were the students that weren't here. And their and their effort is only contingent on on how many people are in this door. Yeah. That's not what yeah. it's about. And and so sometimes we need to understand we can model we can model consistency even during those low points. Yeah. In, in several areas Absolutely. of our ministry in our life. Absolutely, because ultimately commitment is always long term based. It is. Know? It's not if we get into the to the short term reward based thing. I mean, good lord, our our Christ walk. Mm-hmm. wouldn't even last right because ultimately our commitment you know mm-hmm. we, we won't get our final ultimate mm-hmm. reward till right to the other side of heaven comes yep. and hopefully i mean i know that at any moment that could happen for me but yep. hopefully it's it's longer down the road than it is closer right you know hopefully i have some more time here on this earth and i have a time mm-hmm. to make an impact but but yeah if, if it's the same way and and if we get so caught up in those short term term moments you know that well, i'm gonna be committed like uh, you said something great john that was just gold that you gave like oh i'm gonna you know we got 150 students here. I'm about to preach yep. the house down. Right. And then the next week, 30 students are there, and you're like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm just going to yeah. get up here and kind of give them a little bit of something and get out of here. Yep. Yeah. Dude, people will check yep. out in a heartbeat. Absolutely. And they probably won't be back next exactly. week. And sometimes, and, and in retrospect, when you sit back and you look at those seasons, you we sometimes will wonder, 
well, why does this like why does it seem like I have two or three different student ministries? The ones that were here last week aren't here this week, and the ones that are here this week probably won't be back next week. Are we putting the same effort out there every yeah. single service? Yeah. You know, and 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 for a lot of us we are, but for some of us I think we can we can look back and say, man, I I think I mailed that one in. Yeah, you know. Yeah. That's, so. that's so good. So being committed. Right. And, and so and you was kind of alluding to it, I think, yeah. there, too, John. What what what's the third thing you would add about consistency? I think that all of us in this room and just in our lives and in ministry in general, I mm-hmm. think we could honestly say one of our biggest desires is for consistent committed Christ followers in our student ministry yeah. or in our ministry in general. And what I'd like to say is we can't com- we cannot expect consistency from our students if we don't model consistency in our lives. Absolutely. And in every area of our lives. Mm-hmm. We can't and, and I I remember when Matt when I was a student, a college student, a, a leader, a volunteer staff underneath you and I remember you saying it several times that the way that um the way that the students would see you and your wife model what it meant to be a husband and wife that that might be the only christian model of a relationship that they might ever see because they go home and they hear something different they see something different they turn on the tv and you even knew even though the students weren't they weren't married or engaged yeah you were modeling something for them even at a young age and i think that there's so many different things that we could think about when it comes to how can we model consistency in ministry in our schedule in, in church and in our personal lives, if we want students to understand consistency, we need to be consistent. Yeah. So, you know, it was it was crazy. You know, so last night um, we just met with our student leadership team. We do it. We do that uh, periodically. And last night was when we did that. And so, you know, we've hung out. PJ shared some great stuff with our students, kind of vision casting, kind of planning out some things going on. Everybody's hanging out, eating some pizza, and then, you know, people started leaving. You you know, you had left and taken a couple of students home, and we had a couple of students hanging back. And by this time, it's like 8.15, 8.30, getting bedtime for my two younger boys, my older boys in, in junior high. And he, he, was, he wasn't going to bed yet, but we have our bedtime routine where we always, you know, brush our teeth. Mm-hmm. And we pray, and then right now our church is, is – our youth ministry is going through the promises. We're reading the promise of the Bible or a promise from God every every night, every day. And so – we go upstairs, right, and a couple of the students are there, and particularly one young lady is there. Uh, we go upstairs, and uh, she's like, well, do y'all need us to leave? And I was like, no, y'all can hang out if you want. And then I mentioned to her, like, hey, you want to come upstairs and, like, pray with us and read the Bible? You can. She's like, what? Mm-hmm. And she's like, y'all do that every night? I go, yeah, every night. This is kind of like our ritual. Mm-hmm. And so she comes on upstairs, my wife and I, and my three boys are upstairs. And it was so crazy. I'll just give you the cliff note version. We read a promise. We pray. I had her pray as well, how we do. We mm-hmm. go around the circle. Whatever. And uh, but before she does it, she's like, what do y'all do this every night? And I go, yeah. She's like, well, what do you do? And I was explaining it to her. I was like, well, this is how we pray. This is what we're going to do. We're going to read the Bible. She's like, you know, I've never really knew what to pray. Never really knew what to do. She's like, why do you do it? You know, at this time we're explaining it like she's asking a lot of questions. Right. And I was like, man, I'm just trying to get my kids in bed and pray. <laughs> like, but but for her, like in that period of life, it was an opportunity for her to see modeled. Yeah. This is what a routine. This is what a consistent consistent routine. Again, it's just bedtime yeah. routine, right? Right. I didn't think nothing great of it. But after the fact, mm-hmm. I started thinking about it. I said, man, for her, though, and she's sitting yeah. on the bed after prayer, after Bible, and she kind of looks around at my family, you know, and it got quiet. And I was like, and I was like, is she going to say something crazy? Or like, what is it? Yeah. And she's like, you know, what? I, re- I wish I really would have had this growing up. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and she's like, this is kind of cool. 
She's like, I, I think I might try to do something like this at my house. Yeah. You know, just me and my brothers. Yeah. And it was just that moment, right? Again, nothing yeah. big, no earth, no earth shattering. Yeah. She didn't like fall on her face and start bawling, you know, yeah. or like have some huge God moment. But it was just something as simple as, hey, I'm going to read the Bible. Yeah. We're going to pray. We're going to pray for some lost people, like some lost friends. We're going to pray yeah. the promise of God, all of that stuff that we did. Took yeah. 10 minutes, and she just saw, though, a moment that, yeah. that was, I like what you said, that it, it was modeled in front of her. Yo, right. I can do this Jesus yeah. Christ thing because this is what it looks like. No, it's incredible. And I think another thing, maybe like the subtext of like even the fact that you were modeling it is you didn't let the fact that you had somebody in your house when you normally do it deter you away from something that you're committed to. You know, there were people in your house. It would have been so easy and— and it's probably happened before, and it's you know I can think back in moments, maybe moments where I was just like, you know what, what's what's one night where the kids just go to bed? Yeah, you send them up to the room, guys go to bed. We'll we'll make sure we hit that promise up in the morning. But no, it's like, man, I'm gonna. This is important. I'm committed to it. We're gonna do our. We're gonna do. We're gonna do our thing right now. Yeah. And it and again, yeah. for you, it modeled something to your boys that uh-huh. you know what this what's going on downstairs is not more important than what we're doing and mm-hmm. it modeled to the young lady like man there's nothing that's gonna that's gonna get in the way that's an important thing to him i love that yeah good so. stuff man consistency yeah consistency it's 2019 yeah we're gonna we're gonna be more consistent ourselves john yeah so we'll see you in three months so hey come on uh, man no we ain't every gonna three do that months, well Listen. if we tell them every three months and then we show up no every no, two no, weeks, no 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 that's was not it like under promise and over under promise no listen oh, we're not gonna <laughs> under promise over we're gonna <laughs> promise and deliver 2019 consistency i figured this would be a good one pj to kick off the year how do you stay consistent we're yeah. gonna be more there's some areas in my life i need to be more consistent man it was so it was good stuff today. Love it. Hey, listen, if you want to hit us up, we need you to, for real, some of you, we need you to shoot us some questions and uh, and, and and let us know, like, hey, man, here's something I would like to tackle. We had a couple good questions sent in that we might, you know what, we might make them the next two podcasts. We'll see. Yeah. They're pretty good questions. Yeah. But if you want to hit us up and uh, hit us up again, John, they get in touch with us. How? John at EssentialCoaching.us. Boom. And Matt at EssentialCoaching.us. US. Do it, man. Follow us on Instagram, Matt Willingham, John Kilavas. Uh hit us up on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Hit do you do you Snapchat? No, I don't snap. You don't chat? All right, hit no. hit us up on the chat. I, I barely you, I barely Instagram or Facebook. I need, get, you can, I need to get better consistently being yeah. on social yeah. media on the gram and I Facebook. Do, do it that. up though. Hey man, ask us some questions. We will be back. We will. We'll we be back in a couple of weeks. We're gonna have another episode. Should we tell them what it is nope. about? We're not going to even. No, move. don't tell them. I'm not, you don't nope. want me to give them a sneak peek? Nope. nope. All right, nope. man. Hey, listen. Two guys talking youth ministry. Thanks for listening today.